Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the latest edition of the Shire Salvos podcast. Jack Clifton is my name as I guide you through everything that's happening in the life of our church and also play you the sermon from Sunday's church service. We're getting ever so close to Christmas, so I hope you're doing well through this hectic period and make sure that you do reach out to the church staff. Uh, if you're near, you might have a COVID. I was uh, down with COVID last week. I know it's certainly uh, sweeping around uh, Sydney and I uh, hope that, uh, yeah, you're, you're on the mend, uh, getting a bit better even if, if you're feeling a little bit miserable. Hopefully, uh, the Shire Salvos podcast can cheer you up regardless uh, of what you're up to. We're going to uh, wrap up all the latest news and uh, yeah, the, uh, tell you about the Christmas Eve service, the Christmas Day services and uh, other things happening around the life of that church. And also uh, David Godkin brought us the sermon yesterday on Sunday, the 11th of December. Uh, looking forward to playing that for you as well. But let's uh, jump in and see what news is making news uh, in the Sutherland Shire for both our Miranda and Menai locations. Reminder that we are having church each and every Sunday here at uh, Menai at a Menai location at 9:30 a.m. and we're also going to be having uh, services on both uh, New Year. Oh, so, well, we might be having it on New Year's Day. We won't be actually uh, on uh, Christmas Eve and also Christmas Day. Uh, so yeah, there's going to be um, 9:30 services up until then. Christmas Eve is going to be a 6 p.m. service, much like we did last year, and then Christmas Day there is a 9:30 a.m. service. So make sure uh, that you're putting that in your diary. Uh, there will be no service on the uh, the 1st of uh, 1st of January so uh, just be aware of that. Um, elsewhere we do have uh, some news on the Fiji Student Scholarship Fund so you can help a young person achieve their dreams of a higher education uh, so you can also send money via the QR code or through salvationarmy.org.au forward slash donate and then select overseas aid as the destina- destination then also write Fiji Student Scholarship Fund when asked what made you donate today to make sure that uh, goes to the students in Fiji, um, Menai Salvos or Shire Salvos had a long association uh, with uh, with uh, uh, with Fiji and with uh, some of the wonderful people of Fiji. Um, so yeah, that's a, a really good thing to be involved in. And the only other news we have is the Young Adults Retreat. That's happening on the weekend of the 17th to the 19th of February. Uh, Mark and Lauren Sopra, the speakers there, $160. It's being held at the Pitwater YHA. Uh, the early bird prices have closed. Make sure you do book your spot uh, there. That uh, will no doubt be uh, a great weekend of fun. There's also some Christmas volunteering opportunities. I know they're um, siphoning themselves through all of the toys and uh, doing all that stuff, some of the volunteers at uh, Menai at the moment. Uh, But there is um, help needed with gift wrapping, um, which is done by or being organized by Michelle Wheatley. And then hamper packing and Christmas collecting is Zoe Lang. And the Christmas setup and pack down, Joel Campbell, I do believe they need some help on Friday. So if you can spare um, half an hour, an hour or so uh, to help with that, I'm sure everyone at church would really appreciate that. So if you've got a bit of spare time, I think about volunteering your time to help others that are a little bit less fortunate than I than us this Christmas. That's all of the news we have for you this week on the Shire Salvos podcast. Let's jump into the sermon for this week where David Godkin brought us the word. Such a gentleman. <laughs> Sometimes. Morning, morning. Nice to see you all. Welcome to the three wise men. Nice to see you there under that star. We're talking about gifts today and the gifts, um, the, um, the sermon series is all about the, the, the gifts that uh, the three wise men brought to the baby Jesus and the significance of each of those gifts. There's nothing like a gift that is significant to the person who receives it. Uh, I was interested, Andrew, in your question to everyone, uh, what's your... What's the best gift you've ever given? I, I've pondered that question. 
I don't know if this is the best Christmas gift that I've ever received, but it, it seems to be one that just keeps popping up in my memory. I was nine years old, and I remember waking up on Christmas morning, 5.30, and just waking up, opening my eyes, and at the end of my bed, there it was. A Kentucky Fried Chicken surfboard. One of those foam surfboards, you know, it was like, it was this big, it was, it was taller than me, it was everything I wanted. I was a swimmer, I loved the surf, and I just wanted a Kentucky Fried Chicken surfboard, and there it was, it was there. I couldn't wait till Boxing Day when we went down to, uh, to Coogee Beach, and we went out in the first wave, and I got up on it, and it dumped me, and I thought, I'm going to do it again, went and got it and I tucked it under my arm and I tucked the second piece under this arm <laughs> and I went back to the beach and just left it there but you know what for that brief moment <laughs> for 23 and a half seconds that was the best gift ever um, and uh, there's nothing there's nothing like a hand-picked gift you know, I often think that. I often think uh, one of the best, best gift givers I know is Sandra. So Sandra thinks about the person. She thinks about the personality and who they are, the character of the person. She thinks about what they need. And she thinks about who they are. And so she goes and, and, and shops for them. Um, I, had a, I had a relative for years um, that uh, every single year, Every single year without fail, didn't matter how young or how old I was, I would get from this relative black socks and a hanky. And every year I knew, I knew what I was going to get from this, from this relative, black socks and a hanky. And I thought to myself, you know what, it's very practical because I wear a lot of black socks, I need hankies, but you know what, I couldn't help but feel that this person didn't really know me. You know, I, that's what I thought. I thought, they don't really know me because it doesn't really reflect my personality. There's nothing like a present that reflects the personality of a person. We're going to talk about, about that today. I asked Sandra this week, because uh, we, we're talking about frankincense today, the gift of frankincense. And frankincense was a perfume. And so I asked Sandra this week, I said, uh, what do you want for Christmas? And she said, perfume. I want perfume. I said, I bought your perfume last, last year. She said, it's almost run out. I need more perfume. Well, I'm thinking that's easy, you know, because I, I know the perfume she likes and she likes to smell nice. The problem is I have no sense of smell. Uh, I've never had a sense of smell and I, I don't have a sense of smell. So it's difficult for me to buy something like perfume but I know what she likes you know and I know where to get it it's at Maya and it's that daisy perfume you know it's in a little bottle with the daisies on it she lo she loves that so I, I can go and I'll get it I'll buy it and and it's it's done Christmas shopping over for this year <laughs> and then last night I'm watching the cricket and an ad comes up they're on special at Chemist Warehouse it's so much cheaper there. <laughs> but, but, Maya Rapid, 
Maya wrap it. They put in a nice little wrapping so I don't have to do the wrapping, you know. So I've got this Christmas thing uh, all, all done. But again, there's nothing, there's nothing like a hand-picked um, present that signifies the personality and the characteristic of the person. And this is exactly what, uh, what frankincense was. Those three wise men, I don't know uh, who is who, but there was Melchor, Gaspar and Balthazar. That was their names, three wise men. We understand there were more than three wise men, but the three, there were three gifts that came and uh, they travelled a long way. The scripture that Sandra read to us tells us that they actually came to a house. It could well have been 18 months to two years before they actually got to see Jesus. But the whole time, they were committed and dedicated to following that star. And as they followed that star, they got closer and closer to the manger. And you'll probably see over the next couple of weeks that as they follow the star, they'll get closer and closer to the manger. But here they were, they brought their gifts. And one of the gifts, the three gifts, as you know, were gold, frankincense and myrrh. And there they, there they are up there. And the gift of frankincense. This was a very expensive gift, but it was a very practical gift. Frankincense was used to help treat sickness and wounds. Frankincense is actually a hardened gum. It's a gum of a tree. And it comes from the trunk of this tree. And people use it, um, uh, use its oil on the skin. And they use frankincense in aromatherapy. Frankincense oil seems to kill some types of bacteria and fungi. It's commonly used as a fragrance in soaps, lotions and perfume. So it's a very practical gift, a very helpful gift. Known mainly in ancient days and still today for healing and for cleansing. But there's a spiritual symbolism behind frankincense as well. I want to share this with you. It was used in religious and spiritual rituals for thousands of years. Frankincense is a symbol of holiness and righteousness. Again, healing and cleansing. While it can be used for physical healing and cleansing, spiritually it is used also for healing and and for cleansing, for holiness and righteousness it symbolises. And because it is so fragrant when it's burnt, it was used by priests as a religious offering in the temple. And it signified, again, the cleansing and the healing. In Christian symbolism, frankincense can represent Christ's sacrifice. So priests used to burn this, uh, this fragrant, and they used to burn it and offer it to God. And as they offered it, the, the smoke would rise in the temple and that would, that would signify the prayers of the people rising up to heaven and rising up to God. So frankincense was well used by uh, priests and well used in, in the temple. So this was a gift that was very significant um, for, uh, for Jesus. The biblical scholars, frankincense symbolised the priestly nature of Jesus, the high priest. And it is this symbolism that I want us to focus on this morning. Frankincense was used by the priests in the temple. But it's this symbolism of Jesus as the high priest that I want us to focus on 
this morning. Jesus, the high priest. You talk about a gift that symbolizes someone. You talk about a gift that is handpicked for the characteristics and the personality of a person. Frankincense was the perfect gift to give to the baby Jesus because he was to be our high priest. In ancient times, the priest represented the people to God. The people understood, rightly or wrongly, they understood that they could not reach God, that they could not come to God. And the priest was the intermediary for them. And it was the priest that would represent the people to God. Priests made sacrifices on behalf of people for the forgiveness of sins. Priests prayed prayers on behalf of the people to God. And it was in the temple worship and at the temple sacrifices that the priest would use the sweet perfume of frankincense. The function of a priest, the chief function of a priest, is to open the way to God for all people. That was the chief function of a priest, was to open the way to God for all people. There's a Latin word for priest, and the Latin word for priest is pontifex. And pontifex means bridge builder. The priest would open the way to God for all people. Jesus was the pontifex. Jesus was the priest. Jesus was the bridge builder. He was the new covenant way for people to come to God. Uh, some of you I know have a, have a, have a Catholic background. Um, uh, they call the Pope, the Catholic people call the Pope the pontiff. It's the same word. Pontiff means bridge builder. Um, Julius Caesar called himself the, um, the Pontifex Maximus, that he was the great bridge builder. Well, I hate to disappoint him, but there is one even greater, and that was Jesus, the great bridge builder who represents the people to God, the bridge between God and people. Now, a couple of weeks ago, Sean preached to us, and uh, Sean spoke about this little diagram here. You can see it down the bottom there. There is a gap between people and God, between us and God. God created us to be in relationship with him. And when he created the Garden of Eden, he created us to be in perfect relationship with him. And Adam and Eve were in perfect relationship with him. The one rule, don't eat from that tree. But they did, and that was sin, and the sin separated them from God. And ever since then, we have had this broken relationship with God. And the only way for us to come back to God is for that gap that was created by sin to be bridged. And it was the gift of Jesus Christ that God gave. That was the purpose of the giving of Jesus was so that this gap between us and God could be bridged. Jesus, the pontifex, Jesus, the bridge builder, Jesus, the way to God for all men and women, boys and girls and children of all people, everybody. This is the way for us, the only way for us to come back to God, to, be, to have that gap bridged. We were created to have relationship with God, but sin separated us from him. And the only way to bridge that gap 
is through forgiveness of sin and the acceptance of Jesus as Lord and Saviour. Jesus made it possible for us to enter the very presence of God and to personally experience the holiness of God. Ever since that moment in the Garden of Eden, there's been two opposing forces. The holiness of God and the sinfulness of humanity. Now, when I read this, I thought, I'm not sure I've always seen it that way, but it's so true. Two opposing forces. The holiness of God versus the sinfulness of of humanity and the gap is bridged by Jesus and by Jesus alone sin um, sin is not a very popular concept I often hear people when you talk about sin they say who is to tell me that I'm a sinner no one has the right to tell me that I'm a sinner I don't sin it's not sin it's just a feel-good moment. Um, I had a mate who uh, used to often go to church and when he'd come home from church, I'd say to him, how was church? He said, yeah, it was all right. I said, what was the sermon about? And he'd say, sin and they were against it. <laughs> it's not a popular concept, but the thing is, it's a reality. And these two opposing forces, the sinful nature of humanity and the holiness of God. And quite often for so many people there is still this huge gap. They understand what God is mostly, but it just seems an unattainable, an unattainable thing for them because they stand there. It's like standing on the precipice of a cliff and there's this huge gap and there's God. They want to get there and the only way to him is through the acceptance of Jesus as Lord and Saviour, the bridge builder, the way to God and the only way to God. Many refer to sin as an outdated concept, a concept that's used to scare children into being good. Craig Groeschel says this, if we don't understand the holiness of God, we will always have a casual approach to sin. It's true, isn't it? If we don't understand the holiness of God, we will always have a casual approach to sin. Holy means to be set apart, to be transcendentally separate, to be perfect, to be flawless, to be pure. Holiness isn't one of God's attributes. It's not one of God's attributes. It's who he is. He is holy. It's not just simply one of his characteristics or part of his personality. God is holy. He's perfect and we're not. Scriptures tell us that all of sin and fall short of the glory of God and that the wages of sin is death but the gift of Jesus Christ it, but the, the gift of Jesus Christ will, um, will cleanse us from our sins the gift of God is the gift of Jesus Christ who came to cleanse us and to heal us and to forgive us of our sins God hates sin priests would offer temple sacrifices to atone for the sins of people 
they were the mediator between God and us by offering the sacrifice of the blood of animals. The birth of Jesus saw the change in this old covenant. A change from the blood and the sacrifice of animals to the new covenant where Jesus, the Lamb of God, was the gift to the world to take away the sin of the world. He was born so that he would be given as an atonement for our sins once and for all. This, this is the change. From the old covenant where in the temple the priests would, uh, would slay the, uh, the animal and sprinkle the blood of the, of the animal sacrifice on the altar for the atonement of our sins. No longer was that needed because the new covenant was that the gift of Jesus Christ was given for the atonement of our sins and that through Jesus the gap is closed. Hebrews 10 verses 10 to 12 says this and it will come up there. For God's will was for us to be made holy by the sacrifice of the body of Jesus Christ. Once for all time. Once for all. Under the old covenant, the priest stands and ministers before the altar day after day, offering the same sacrifices again and again, which can never take away sins. But our high priest offered himself to God as a single sacrifice for sins, good for all time these other sacrifices can never take away sin but the gift of jesus christ once for all is the way for us to be forgiven and to take away our sins and then these last few verses that uh, sandra read to us so then since we have a great high priest who has entered heaven jesus the son of god let us hold firmly to what we believe This high priest of ours understands our weaknesses, for he faced all of the same testings we do, yet he did not sin. And let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. There we will receive his mercy and we will find grace to help us when we need it most. We have a great high priest, and that great high priest is Jesus. He's the bridge builder. He, bridges the, he builds the bridge between us and God. He fills that gap for us. Maybe there's someone here this morning that uh, you feel that there is this huge gap between you and God. I have this sense this morning that there is someone here who for a long time has been thinking about themselves and who they are and who God is. And for you, it has just seemed too big a gap to bridge. I want to encourage you this morning, and I want to tell you that Jesus was given as a gift to us to bridge that gap for you. You don't have to do it. It's done for you. The price for your sins is paid. The forgiveness for your sins has been given. The sacrifice for you has been nailed to the cross. And it was Jesus that did that. The gap is bridged. All you've got to do is accept it and cross and accept God and be in relationship with him again. There might be someone else here this morning that needs needs Jesus to be a healer. 
Whatever it is in your life, it might be something um, physical, it might be something emotional, it might be some something, it might be something spiritual for you. We go through all sorts of pain and, and abuse in our lives and sometimes we just put it to the side and don't seek the healing power of Jesus. Maybe this morning is a moment for you to come and seek the healing and the cleansing of God on your life in whatever way that you need it. We have here this morning, we have little bowls and um, the bowls have, have frankincense in them and it's, uh, it's an oil for healing and an oil for cleansing. And we want to offer to you this morning healing and cleansing and prayer for whatever it might be, for the healing of wounds, for the healing of hurts, or maybe it's a prayer for salvation, a prayer of forgiveness, a prayer of cleansing that you need this morning. I'm going to ask Mark and Kim and Sandra if, if they would just come out. Come out. They'll, they'll each have a little bowl of oil and um, maybe you, you feel really led this morning to just come to one of them and, and just ask for, for prayer. And it's nothing, it's nothing special or spiritual that they do. You know, they're, they're no different to you, but it's the power of God in that moment for you. And so uh, we're just praying that these words might be just, just for you, so you would come. Look at, the, look at these words before we sing them. They're so, they're so significant for us. Before the world began, you were on his mind, and every tear you cry is precious in his eyes. And the next part, thank you. Because of his great love, he gave his only son. Everything was done so you would come. It's done. It's done. The sacrifice has been paid. The gift has been given. The forgiveness is there. All you need to do is just come. Just come. It's all done for you. I get overwhelmed every time I think about this. The gift of Jesus, the bridge builder. Everything is done so you would come. I'm praying for you all and I'm praying in this moment that God the Holy Spirit would just come upon you in a way that he's never done before and that you would just recognize that it's been done for you and that wonderful gift of bridging that gap has been done for you by Jesus and that you would come. Bless this moment, Father, as we sing, as we worship, we pray the presence of the Holy Spirit to come upon us and we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Great to have David uh, preaching the word from us. Both him and Sandra have been so great uh, coming to our church and uh, yeah, doing some wonderful things. It was great to hear his uh, sermon this week on the Shire Salvos podcast. Hope that was encouraging to you. Hope you've been left um, updated or uh, informed about what's going on in the life of our church. But do remember that we have church each and every Sunday. The Christmas Eve service is happening at 6 p.m. on the 24th of December and then a Christmas Day service on December 25 at 9.30 a.m. I'll be back for a brand new episode of the Shire 
Suburbs podcast uh, next week. But until then, stay safe, God bless, and we'll catch you next week. Thank you.